from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio. This is the Ramsey Show, where we talk about your life, specifically your money, your work, your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by Rachel Cruz this hour. We are here for you. It is a free phone call, 888 5225. That is 888 825 5225. Going to have some fun today. These may be some tough topics, but uh, we're going to just meet you where you are and hopefully give you uh, some very clear steps to take so that you can see some transformation in the area of your life where you need it. We're going to go to Midland, Texas now, where Douglas joins us. Douglas, how can we help? How are you guys doing today? We're having a blast, Douglas. What's up? Well, um, my wife and I started a uh, oil field services company uh, four years ago, February 2019, and it's gone in a direction that we haven't re- we're really anticipating. We we're hoping, but it, it's now we're here, and we've got uh, great revenue. But at the end of the month, every month we look, and it's like, dang, there's not enough money in the bank. What What are we doing wrong? And this is kind of where we thought, you know what, it's time to look up to the professionals and, uh, you know, see where we need to make some corrections and get this back on track so we can try to keep some of our million dollars a year in the bank instead of letting it go. Yeah, I was curious. What is your, what are your gross revenues? Uh, we're, we're doing, uh, this year will be just right at a million dollars, if not just a hair over. We got the thermometer on the wall to kind of keep the kids excited to see if you plan ahead and mm-hmm. set goals that you can reach them. Okay. And uh, how many employees? Uh, just my wife and I, and we hire subcontractors if we need extra equipment. So we hire people with trucks if we need help. Who does your bookkeeping? My wife does. We use Sage in the office. Love she the good program. at it? It's worked fantastic. Um, yes. Yeah, it's overwhelming for her at times. Okay, well, that means she's not good at it. That, that's not a bad thing. It, it means it may not well, be her skill set. It may be too intense. And here's where I'm going with that. I, I do think on on a just a basic level, you should probably think about getting a really good accountant who is experienced in these things, and maybe take off some of some of that off of her plate if she's overwhelmed. Uh, the other thing is, is if you guys aren't in the numbers deep enough to know why there's no money left over, then you know, getting maybe an outside set of eyes to go, hey, you, your operating expenses are out of control here, here, here. I, I just think that's a starting place. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. We do have a, a CPA that does our tax returns for us. Yeah, that's different. Um, but your, hard, your taxes are different. Yeah. Here's my question. Do you feel like you know right now why you guys aren't keeping enough money? No. So you don't no, know. I don't. I, does your wife know? If she no, were on it, the phone, could she say, yeah, Ken, it's this area, this area, and this area, and our operating expenses, and it's the cost of doing business, it's really high here, and so we've had to invest. Would she be able to articulate why there's no money left over in this nearly million-dollar business? No. That's my point. Yeah, okay. I, I get it now. I mean, I'm not being unkind. I mean, I'm saying, like, it's not a skill set. Like, I couldn't do it for you guys. You wouldn't want me doing right. that work. A, a true understanding of the numbers in the organization. We got to know where the money is and where it's going to then be able to go, all right, now we can do a budget. But you can't do a budget if you don't know what the numbers are and where they are. So, I mean, we yeah, first yeah, need to get yeah. a handle of that. Exactly. Like, I have a harebrained budget, and it's like, this is what it costs to operate, 36000 a month. So I look at that as what I need to do for revenue minimum. And then after that, we can start, you know, can we save here? Can we save there? Because my big thing is, is I'm 55, my wife is 57, 
And, um, you know, I'm looking and telling her we need to start putting away for retirement. This yeah. is what we've got more than we anticipated. What can we save? She goes, well, there's not enough money to put it away. And I'm like, Arr. well, hold on, on a second. We're making a- All right, hold on a second. Yeah. So um, you've got in your idea $36,000 a month. That's in your head of what we would need to cover. Give me an idea. Right. We're in October right now. What's been your highest grossing month this year? Uh, 117000 Okay. My man. That's your highest grossing month. What's your lowest grossing month? 46000 So in your lowest grossing month, you outdid your $36,000 harebrained. We don't even know if that's right, but that's in your head. But that's right. what th- this is as simple as it gets. We've got to look at the numbers and go, what are our hard costs? like? And then once we see our hard costs, do we have debt? Does the company have debt? Uh, very minimal. We have one piece of equipment that owes uh, we owe seventeen thousand on it. Can Everything I, else is so paid for. What are you, so? What is your business? Give me the thirty second description of your business. We have uh, 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 winch trucks in the oil field um, and a hot shot service. We work primarily production on purpose. Okay, drilling in the other areas of the oil field. They're too they fluctuates too much. Oil prices drop. Drilling stops. Where are your so expenses? I know you don't know the details. We've established that. But what what do you think your number one expense is? Insurance is huge. Like a medical for my wife and I and the family is thirty six hundred. Liability insurance for the company is seventy five hundred a month. Um, and then auto policy on the vehicles is four thousand a year. Um, so basically a hundred dollars or two hundred. Four hundred dollars a month. Do you owe money on the trucks, uh, on the vehicles, the company vehicles? Uh, company vehicles. Uh, one, the the Toyota pickup. We borrowed money against it. It was paid off. We put a thirty thousand dollar loan against it. Oh my god! And okay. and uh, so we needed some operating capital in the beginning, and of course that's high interest. And we're, that's the first one I want to get paid off is yeah. that one. All right. So here's the deal. The, the, I've already given you the advice, but I want to steer you. You've got the money to do this, but I want you to take a 30-day free trial, okay, of Entree Leadership Elite. Entree Leadership is our business division. We help leaders, all shapes, sizes of companies, and we teach you how to run your business the way we run Ramsey Solutions. Okay? okay. It comes Entree. from Dave's principles. It's called Entree Leadership Elite. Here's the website, RamseySolutions.com slash elite. RamseySolutions.com slash elite. I want you to sign up for the 30-day free trial. And I mean dive in deep. Get on the phone. You're going to get access to all of our coaches, videos on this stuff. You guys have got to learn how to do a business budget. You've got to get in love with this phrase called retained earnings, okay, which is just savings, okay? You guys have got company debt. you got to pay that debt down. I don't think income is your problem. I just think you guys, bless your heart, husband and wife team, you, you've really stumbled, not stumbled, you, you, you've intentionally started a business that's doing well, it's got a huge ceiling. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. If, if I, this was another question, it's like, okay, I'm always hearing on the Ramsey show, you know, sell your vehicles, pay off the vehicle debt. Vehicle debt's terrible, terrible. Well, we make our money with vehicles, and I'm looking at uh, borrowing a hundred grand. To put towards another piece of equipment, no, they could no. potentially generate money no, a month. So. No, no, you just need to pay off your debt. Okay, you hang on the line, Douglas. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting, and yeah. you guys are in some bad habits yeah. within your business. And so, really, d- diving into this elite entrepreneur leadership elite, and you guys, you got to change course. You got to change what you've been doing. You want to see that million dollars? You want to see it? And if you do this, it's going to be going yeah. right back out to payments. Yeah, and this is a simple fix. It is awareness. 
and then discipline. Okay, those two words are your friends. That's what we're going to do. Andre Lee's going to coach you and get you started. And I'd sign up the minute that the free trial uh, expires because it can really help you. You guys are a Texas tornado and you got to get control of what's going on. Thank you so much for the call. Wishing the best for you. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. Everyone is at risk of identity theft. I don't care if you're a hermit living off the grid listening to the show on a battery-powered radio. All of your data, collected by every company you've ever done business with, lives online. Your bank, your doctor's office, retailers, the apps on your phone, the gas station where you have loyalty rewards, they all store your info online, making them ripe for a cyber attack or data breach. That's why I've been telling people for almost 25 years they need an ID theft protection plan, and the only one I've ever recommended is from Xander Insurance. They monitor your personal and financial info, even your home title, and take over the work if you become a victim. It's the most thorough and affordable plan out there. I even have it for my family and our entire team. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show America. So thrilled that you have joined us as we talk about your life, your money, your work, your relationships. She is Rachel Cruz. I am Ken Coleman. So happy to be with you. It is a free phone call, 888-825-5225. Find out for yourself why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. You get free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Make sure you use the promo code RAMSEY to get the best deal. Rachel, today's question comes from Rebecca in Arkansas. My father recently passed away, and in his will, it stated that each grandchild will receive $20,000, but not until their 31st birthday. My kids are 12, 8, and 5. What kind of account should I put their money in until they can have it at 31? Oh, that's a great question. How nice. And that is a, that's a nice What a legacy, legacy yep. there. 20 grand. Okay, so if I were you, Rebecca... Um, Anything that's longer than five years, I love the idea of investing it because while the market is down now, we have the confidence that it's going to go back up. Like we just believe in the American economy enough that. By yes, the way, they're- breaking news to support you the last two days, stock market big time back big over up. thirty thousand. So the roller coaster we talk about, it's, it's going real. up. Well, right in October now. they're expecting it to all go down. So there you go. See, you never know. The just the last two days, that's we don't right. know what that's tomorrow right. holds. Totally. But overall, we yeah. believe in the growth. Like you look at the stock market in general, yeah. and it has grown. Has there ha- has there been ups and downs? Yeah, because that's why it looks like a roller coaster when you look at the chart. It's up and down, up and down. But eventually, it's it's going up. That's always the trajectory. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, even if it's just like a, a mutual fund and put the money in and be able, whether it's opening up three or just one and putting all in, and then under you know, I guess I guess I would do three to have them all separate, and mm-hmm. then yep five-year-old will probably get the benefit more get more at the end of the day because it's going to be in there longer than the 12 year old uh so that's what i would do i mean you could put it in a money market account and it just sit there and they're going to get like 20 
$2,000, maybe like a little bit of growth in a money market account yep. over that length of time. Oh, but, yeah. Um, Definitely. The but I like the idea of investing it because I think that there's there's so they, they'll be able to get more than $20,000, uh, which is even uh, more building on his legacy, really, is how I see it. Yep. I love that. Good advice. All right. A uh, couple of, if you had a guess, what would you say? are going to be some of the highest paying industries or career fields over the next decade. What would you guess? Oh, would the, you take okay. a guess? I'll take a guess. All right. Um, is technology too broad? No. Okay. Because there's a lot. It makes sense because I know what you're saying. Developers. Yeah. All of it. Okay. Right. I'm going to say that. I'm going to yep. say medical field. All right. Here we go. Let's see if Rachel is right. She knows her stuff, folks. Smart asset, analyzed data across nearly 800 occupations as they look towards the future to where we're going to see the greatest job growth and income growth as well. Um, now, business and financial occupations, they outrank the physical and social science jobs, uh, but there are five specifically that are expected to grow by more than 30% over the next 10 years. So these are the top five. Here we go. We don't have a drum roll, uh, Rachel, but uh, uh, they were... Uh, Nurse practitioners in the medical field, 45.7% growth. Wow. So this is, you're not a doctor, but you are a nurse practitioner, can do a lot of things that doctors have traditionally done. Very, very attractive path, uh, and, and it's going to grow substantially. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, athletes, uh, professional sports 35.7 percent hmm. uh information security analyst there you go that falls under I your feel technology. Like that's technology it absolutely is 34.7 percent growth statisticians this is all about numbers number crunching uh you see this by the way uh, growing in professional sports as well where you've got a bunch of bean counters and people that are great with statistics and analytics um and being used by professional uh sports organizations then web developers you specifically mentioned developers uh, so those are five that are going to grow, uh, certainly in healthcare and technical occupations, computer and mathematical uh, occupations as well, um, computer and information research, um, operations analysts uh, are some more. You're going to see, let's see, personal financial advisors, management analysts, market research analysts. You see a pattern here? Uh, so uh, these are the jobs that, again, are going to continue to grow as technology evolves and it further brings in, A, we've got to use technology on some platform or some level, and then we use technology as it relates to analysts and all this kind of stuff. It's coming down to numbers, yeah. numbers, numbers all the time. So all that to say, we just love to talk work from time to time and money. And uh, interestingly enough, when you when you read an article like that and we give you that information, it, w it would do us all well to go, okay, what does the path look like to get there? You know, do I want to go into medicine? What does it look like to become a doctor versus a nurse practitioner? And the money that you're going to be spending, That's the right. ROI. You know, wait a second, I'm still taking care of patients. Yeah. I'm still providing medical care. And so uh, very interesting to see how the job economy has changed so much. And such a conversation for you parents to be having, yep. even with your teenagers, right? Like That's the right. whole college discussion is always yeah. a very fiery one. But when you're able to say, okay, you know, your degree, what are you getting your degree in? What's what's the ROI, my yep. investment that I'm putting out there in myself? Uh, and so again, not, not to say to go do something that you hate and not encouraging you to like say that to your kids, you know, just to go into these positions because they're, they're paying more, but also to look to see, okay, what's the thing that you love to do and how can you make it work out in the real world? Yeah, no, yeah, it's really good. So, um, uh, 
that is a little bit of the uh, landscape as we see it now. Let's go to Rudy in Miami, Florida. Rudy, how can we help? Hey, how are you? It's an honor today. Thank you for the time. You bet. Thanks for uh, calling. What's up? No, no problem. Okay, so to get to the meat and potatoes of it, so long story short, um, I started a business with my ex 12 years ago. Um, very unique business um, where we manufactured bicycles. Um, it was great for many, many, many years, but obviously like a typical story you hear, um, we broke up a few years back. Um, so, you know, for a few years, you've been trying to run the business, kind of like, you know, co, you know, you know, however you want to call it. But, um, but in the last couple of years, it's kind of been like uh, a head button, very, very, you know, dramatic type of, uh, you know, situation, you know, to the point where, you know, it influences employees and just, just a very toxic environment. Um, and I've been, you know, trying to lay down all the framework to potentially, you know, buy her out and, and see what we can do. But, you know, currently, you know, I'm in a situation where I don't have the funding that I can buy her out on. And she's actually the stronger partner of us too. So she actually, uh, you know, she, she took a little of the bearing of the, of the credit, you know, she took a little more debt than, than I did. So she's a little more reluctant to walk away and really leave anything on the table. Um, you know, loose ends. So Are you guys 50, 50. Yes, we're 50, 50. And that's, and that's not just a handshake. That's, that's written down well, and we've got some bylaws and we've got all that written out. Oh yeah. All written out. Okay. Um, you know, as intricate as it can get, she's actually very, very, you know, I guess you could say old fashioned with that. So like everything yeah, is overly right. tapered and all. So what's the, what's the heart of your question? The heart of my question is, so I want to continue the business. I actually started the, well, we started together technically 12 years ago, but she didn't really start coming in full time for like a year and a half later. So it really is my baby at heart, but I, I'm trying to figure out like, how do I get, like I'm at the point where I'm, I've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into this. I'm at the point for my own health, sanity, you know, I study finance in schools, a random thing I got into that it's almost worth just signing over the paperwork and saying, have it all. Like it's not worth my health and everything. Cause that's your you know, my new relationship, you know, my new relationship, it's amazing, but it's starting to, to affect it a little bit. I, you know, and, and it's just like, I don't know. I feel like the energy, if and, I sign it off. And yeah. Just put and it and Rudy, there. she doesn't want to sell the business, right? Like you guys don't want to just get out both she of you. Got, she always says she does, but she's kind of like, she comes from a lot of money. Will she buy she you out? Have, Will she buy you out? That's what I've been trying to do. And that's what I've been trying to get her to do. Mm-hmm. But she just keeps throwing it at me. Like this is, you know, I'm, I'm not, I have no interest in this. So I'm not going to okay. get any further. Yep. All so right. you can't control her, Rudy. So for you and your sanity, I mean, you could chalk it up to what we call stupid tax around here. I'd walk. Do. I think you answered the question yourself. You just kind of laid it's gonna it out hurt. there. It's going to yeah. hurt, but it yeah. may be worth it in the long run, Rudy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would follow your heart on this. And this is why y'all don't go into business when you're not married. Mm. Man. Oh, boy. Rudy, sorry. Yeah. You got to walk, man. This is The Ramsey Show.
talking about your life, your money, your work, your relationships. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by Rachel Cruz. And Rachel, uh, I, I spy out of my peripheral uh, some fancy boxes, which leads me to believe, oh, we have some Rachel Cruz wallets. Now we've got a blue box, a black box, and a taupe. Can I call it that? A champagne. Oh, champagne. Thank you very much. What yes. does that mean? Oh, I love the wallet. So we have the Rachel Cruz wallet that has the envelope sewn in, and it is the big wallet that you can use that if you're, especially if you're first time budgeting and you are I'm gonna take a doing the envelope system. system, that's a great option. But today- Do we have a special deal? But No, this is a new wallet. This is oh, a this new- this is the one I'm holding in my hands? Product called the Rachel Cruz Slim Wallet. So if you've the been- Slim Wallet. If you've been budgeting for a while and you don't need to cash out every category wow. and do the envelope system to the T and you want you know you're running into Target for a quick trip or you're running into Starbucks and you just want to carry something light uh, this is why I created the this, Slim Wallet you know so, what this is this is the money clip for women I like a very thin wallet yes and this is fantastic look yes. at this so there are card holders to place this. your debit cards your license and this is my and favorite there's one, part and then there's one envelope that zips. That's all you need. Look at this. The side, this so one you, even has fake cash. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's the camera great. at, guys? Zoom in on this. I want to. I, can I talk about this? Turn it around so this they is can see like, the card hold. Oh no, you I, did. I'm going, did okay, just, hey, just let me brag about okay, your product, yeah. guys. Here, where's the camera? Camera, guys. Zoom in on this. This is a key feature for our video watch. Come on, guys. Zoom faster. There we go. Oh, Here we go. Look at this. See this? She's talking about the cards, the debit card, and then your... See, I'd have a Costco card right here. So you got your ID, maybe your Costco card. Mm -hmm. your, Insurance card. Hey, look. But this is the best feature. Debit card. For, look at that. You snap. Right. Oh, did you hear that? And it holds the cards, cards. in. This is fantastic. Isn't that great? And then it zips this open. This great. And it holds cash. So if you want one envelope in there and then a little side pocket as well. Oh, you got well, another pocket. That you can put some change. So you could yes. put some change in the zipper. That's right. That's uh -huh. right. And right. yeah, so it's, uh, and it we smell? did it with our partnership with our friends at Join oh. and they are a uh, fair trade company. So they help employ people within India that have been out of like really, really rough situations. So they learn trade and learn craft and they, they're able to help create these wallets, which is Smells amazing. So fantastic. It's real leather. Look at this. We got a black. We've got your traditional. Camel. I call that camel. Yes. And then you're calling that champagne, champagne a metallic gold. Oh wow! So you can get all these at RamseySolutions.com. They are thirty nine dollars. Wow. Uh, great quality. And again, it's good card holders. You still get your envelope, one of them, if you need it for that one Christmas category. Christmas is around the corner, might it I suggest. True. It is true. So I'm so excited. The Rachel Cruz Slim Wallets. You should Check be. them out, you guys. It's the one I personally use. I need a Ken the Coleman big wallet money is great, but I switch purses and it's like between bags and Who do traveling. I got to talk to around here to get a Ken Coleman money clip? Oh my gosh. I got to talk to your people. After the show, I got to talk Say, to your people. Preston, Jeff. <laughs> All right. That is fantastic. So there it is. $39? $39. RamseySolutions.com. Real leather. Real leather. Why do you keep... Uh, because it's nice quality. Oh, for, it smells like, fantastic. I yeah, gave it the women, smell test. When you go and buy something, you know fake, which yeah. is fine, yeah. but you know eventually like it's only going to last. This stuff, it wears and it is so, it's so good. The quality By the amazing. way, you know how much I care about nice leather goods? 
Uh, if that gets scuffed up, don't forget, shoe polish will take care of that. Oh, yeah. You can actually polish that wallet just like you would a pair of dress shoes. So no matter how much it gets beat up, the point is it's going to look fantastic. Thank you, Ken. I see nobody talks about that part. No, no they nobody don't. nobody cares. That, that was not in talking point. Because I'm the you, only my one. Friends, I know. You, my friends, bring yeah. new information Leather to us. Leather lasts forever. That's all I'm saying. That's right. You should take care of it. All right, Johnson City, Tennessee is where Jessica joins us. Jessica, how can we help? Hey, so I have a question. During this housing boom, my husband and I sold our house. We had two. We sold one of them, and we took the $80,000 that we made and put it on a piece of land um, to eventually build. And now we're living in a rental but renting out our other home that does not have a mortgage on it for pretty much the same price as our rent, so it's a wash. The other house is just too small for our family. So we are in about $95,000 of just regular debt. I shouldn't even use that word, but debt. And then about 170 ish on the land. I'm a nurse practitioner. Um, my husband is retired military, and we make about, after taxes, about 170000 a year. So my husband, who is older than me, wants to go ahead and start building our house. Um, but we really can't afford to do that until we pay off all of our debt and pay off the land. So my husband's solution is to sell our rental home. That would probably, we'd take home about 200 and about 200,000. Um, and then we wouldn't have a home, but we could start building maybe in the next year and a half. I like having a rental home. We always have, um, since we've been married and I'm struggling with thinking of not owning a home at all. So I guess it's down to me and my husband, you know, differing on this, and I need some insight. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, Jessica, if I were to wake up in your shoes tomorrow, um, I'd sell the house. I'd sell it. You I'd would? Okay. I'd, yeah, and I would th- take that 200 pay off your consumer debt, get a, you know, a good chunk of the land debt out of here. You'll take out a construction loan to build the house, um, and you guys rent somewhere, yeah, and put money um, in your line item, in your budget for rent, because you'll be paying it versus, you know, the renters were paying your rent now. I understand what you're saying there. So you're going to be doing it out of pocket, but for a short period of time, and you guys are able to clean up this mess. Now, the one thing, Jessica, I'm going to say, though, is by doing this, this $95,000 of, yeah, regular debt, consumer debt. So I'm assuming it's car loans and credit cards and personal loans and student loans, whatever, you know, it's probably a bunch of that right. stuff. Is when you do a fail, a, a fail swoop of, paying off consumer debt with something like a um, selling something like a home. My only fear, Jessica, is that the behavior has not changed. So if you guys do Mm -hmm. this, you have to promise each other we're not getting back in this because there's a benefit of people that say, hey, we're going to just knock out this $95,000 and pay off that $95,000 because we don't have a rental home to sell. We have to go and sacrifice. And people that go through that process of sacrificing to get out of debt they're not getting back in because they knew what it took. And so, yes, is it painful to sell a house that you got a rental house that you guys have? Yeah, it is. But also you're, you're eliminating this debt so quickly. So do you hear what I'm saying though? I don't want you, I don't want this behavior, the bad habits that you guys had that accumulated this $95,000. I don't want those to say the same. I want those to change when you sell this rental house that you guys agree together. We're not doing this again. Okay. That is great advice. Awesome. Okay. So that's what I would do, Jessica. Yeah, I would sell it and then you guys build your home. And then the thing is too, Jessica, you guys make great money. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to be able to save up and get her. If, if you want to, you know, be uh, landlords again and have 
a rental property, you still can later down the road, maybe a few years. Uh, I agree completely. But you guys can still do that. That's still yeah. an option in your future. And Jessica, I, I agree with Rachel 100%, and I would, I would just give one little perspective. Instead of focusing on having to give up the rental, focus on how grateful you are for the rental and to what it's going to do for you. It is propelling you significantly forward to live in the life that you've dreamed of. And Rachel's exactly right. We can always get another rental. But this is a this is a gift. I'd be grateful for it. I wouldn't be sad. I'd be excited about it. And, uh, you know, it, it, giving up to go up is a phrase that John Maxwell, I used to work for John for many years. He used to say that all the time. Sometimes you got to give up to go up. Mm, that's good. And I think that's in multiple areas of our life. And when I hear this story, I mean, I get it. She's like, I love this, you know, yeah. all the things. But. Many times in life, we do have to give up. Not all the time, but many times we do have to give up to go up, right? If you're going to lose weight, you know, and so if the goal is to lose weight, you're going to have to give up all those wonderful little treats that you love. You know, relationally, hey, if we're going to if we're gonna power through and get our relationship where we feel like we're ready to get married or we're going to build on our marriage, and, and there's some things I'm going to have to give up in certain seasons for the relationship. So that's the idea here. And I think if in those moments when you have to give something up, Rachel, if you can focus on the gratitude for whatever you're giving up and in that sacrifice, it is propelling you forward. I think it makes it a lot easier. It's good. Great advice. Thanks, Jessica, for the call. Yeah. By the way, we've had several relationship-ish questions. So here's the deal. If you're in a dating relationship and money is just weird or it's tension-filled or it's straight-up controversial and ugly... Rachel and I want to take those calls. We're going to walk you through the dating relationship and the money stuff. Could be fun. Give us a call. Don't move. More Ramsey Show coming right up. the Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by Rachel Cruz. Thrilled you are with us. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Levi joins us next in Reno, Nevada. Levi, how can we help? How are you all doing today? Well, we're having a blast, Levi. What's up? <laughs> um, well, I wanted to say thank you first off. Um, started listening to you guys about six months ago, and it's it's really made an impact. Awesome. Uh, Ken, I actually just started binging yours. <laughs> Looking to change career soon, but awesome. I'm to do with my questions. Um, yeah, great. <laughs> so I've, I've never been married, and uh, I've got a girl who I want to propose to. Where does that fall in the baby steps as far as buying a ring, and how much should someone spend? Um, I just uh, finished paying off all my debt last week. So Wow, congratulations. Congratulations. How much did you pay off? Uh, it's about... I'd say about twenty thousand in six months. Nice, nice Levi. That's impressive. What would uh, what's your emergency fund going to be? Three or six months? Four months? Five months? And how much will that be? Right now, it, it could be very little. I'm in a unique situation where I don't have rent, um, which is how I paid everything off so quick. Awesome. But um, with rent, this area, 
twenty thousand would be a good one. Okay. All right. How much are you thinking on the ring? We have Rachel here, which I feel like is an expert on this. When it comes to jewelry, she's the expert in the room. No, I think our rule of thumb is one month's salary. Oh, is what okay. we, is what you can use is what we would recommend. Oh. Ah. And where does that fall as far as should I be focusing on getting that emergency fund before spending, you know, three thousand dollars? Um. It'd be nice to have some, but also I'm like, we don't tell people to like stop the baby steps to get married and to do all this. So if you can do both at the same time, uh, save some money for the emergency fund and then be saving on the side too for the ring. How long have you been dating Would be ideal. I've been with her for two and a half years. We actually lived together and her elderly parents, uh, who did not know anything about Ramsey, live with us. <laughs> oh, boy. That was a loaded <laughs> chuckle. <laughs> that was a loaded chuckle. What does that you know, mean? Uh, they they had no money saved up. Uh, one of them actually needs to be in a nursing home. And, all right. Now, uh, we can't afford it. So, well, so in all seriousness now, I'm assuming that, that she's going to say yes, right? You feel pretty confident we're going to yes. get a yes out yes. of this? Okay. Is there expectations for the parents of y'all to continue to live together and for you all to have to take care of them? That's a pretty heavy burden. Yes, they. Uh, it's a package deal. Uh, she's from Guam. It's just kind of their culture. Got it. Mm. And, you're, and you're all in on this? Yes. Okay. All right. That's great. Um, yeah, so Levi, to answer your question, I would just I would do both. But um, well, I, now I, that I know what I know, Rachel, I'm going to tell him to wait. Get the emergency fund fully funded. They're living together. You, 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 I mean, what are we going to wait a couple more months? I'd wait and get the emergency fund. Well, in Mike, place. you're basically married. You're playing married, so right. I want you married as soon as possible. <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, I'd go quicker. I, I would say all right. Save it up. Go. I mean, you got. Could I mean, just make a slush fund in the budget. Yep. Yep. And just put some money aside. Room. Yes. Well, you guys want a wedding, or are you guys kind of low key with it, and no big deal. I'm definitely low key. Yeah. <laughs> she she will want some kind of ceremony. Okay. I've never been married. She has been. Okay. So the ceremony is important, but yeah, so very, you guys, very inexpensive. Yep. That's great. So be cash flowing that as well. Um, and then once you guys get married, combining your incomes and all of this, and if you have anything left to build up the emergency funds, uh, do that. But I would, I would, um, yeah, I'd get married as soon as I would, I would get married. Yeah. You guys know, do you know where you're going to get registered? (laughs) (laughs) He has no idea what I just said. Do you even know what that means? I don't. Oh, that's so great. I knew it. Well, uh, she can explain it to you. That's where married. That's where engaged couples they they go and they put their I gifts know, together. I know, you old man. <laughs> I just think that's you know, funny. Where you get registered, Levi, you do, Ken. I could tell. Ha, ha. I think it's funny because Levi is so naive, and I think that that's no. really great. He doesn't understand about all the stuff he's well, about ready to get into. They're, they're older. We got married young, so the registering was really exciting. The younger you are, I feel like the more exciting that stuff is. I just thought it was funny. I didn't. I did brought no redeeming value at all. I agree. <laughs> Let's go to David in Fredericksburg, Virginia. David, how can we help? Uh, yeah, I wanted your take on a reverse mortgage. I'll be turning sixty-five next year, and um, getting tired of construction work. Wondering if I could uh, go part-time and use a reverse mortgage 
so that I can stay at a house that we had built for a few years longer. No, David. Um, no, we do not recommend reverse reverse mortgages because it does exactly what it says. It puts you back in reverse. You guys are progressing, paying off your house and building this equity, and you're going to start right back over. And so it's, it is a product that is marketed to 60 plus, you know, whenever you look at any... Even, even, I mean, seriously. No, that's true. It's seriously, David. Yes, it no, really I, that's is. What I'm calling because it is. It's doing exactly what you are thinking. It's like, oh, that's kind of nice. I can pull back from work, all of that, and that that it's not. It's not the way to go because you're going to be losing equity in it, and and it's it's not smart. Not smart at all. So, what, David? You said you're 64. I'll be 65 in January. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, how much you guys have left on the mortgage? Uh, we've got left on it about 180 and okay. it's valued at almost 500. Oh, nice. Do you guys have any other debt? Oh yeah. Yeah. We've, we've had the land forever. Uh, we got about 20,000 in debt okay. that we keep, um, paying off and going on vacation and running back up and then mm-hmm. paying it off. Mm-hmm. Okay, David. Okay. And how much? Listening to you guys has been a good thing. Good. <laughs> how much do you guys make a year? Uh, we make about 65,000 a year. 65. Okay. Um, is it all credit card debt? Uh, yes. Uh, well, uh, yeah, yes, it is credit card debt. Because here's the thing, too, David. Is and, and I might be that might be high on the credit card debt. It's probably more like about ten thousand. Okay. Well, so what's the other debt of the twenty? What else do you owe? Uh, maybe some medical and the wife. We we've been budgeting quite well, and um, so it's it's something that. We've learned over the years to uh, try and keep a control on that spending beast. Okay. And David, do you guys have anything in retirement? Uh, about thirty, forty thousand dollars. Okay. Um. Okay. I've got, I've got some property to, that I'll be selling. Um, okay. We've had it for years, and How all much? means uh, I'll start selling some of my heavy equipment that I've got that haven't been using. Okay, so if you li- so if you sell the land, liquidate property or liquidate the the machines everything, how much do you think you'll you'll come out? Uh probably close to 300,000. Oh. Okay. Nice. Um because I'm just thinking of your retirement and you guys long term because I know you probably want to pull back from working for sure. Um but these the the habits that you guys have been in David, like you said, you're like, well, we go on vacation, we pay some stuff off, we go back, all this this reverse mortgage, yep. it's going to just magnify the bad habits that you guys have created. So it's not going to be good for you in any sense. It's not a great, it's it's a terrible um, situation in general. But also when you, when you guys are not, you're not being disciplined in it. And so I would, if I were you and your wife, I would sit down and really map out a plan and say, okay, we are 65 years old. We owe 180 still in the mortgage. You got $30,000 in retirement, $20,000 in debt. Uh, and it's time to really start cleaning this up, David. I mean, honestly, be paying off this debt as quickly as possible. You guys need some savings in the bank for an emergency fund. And then we're going to start piling on retirement. And whether that means selling the land early to to get some money in, but I, I want to be able to map out, I want you to be able to map out uh, a plan to get you to retirement. And reversing the mortgage doesn't do that. It gets you back into a horrible situation you're not progressing forward when you do that yeah great advice there and hey you still got time and you got some assets that you're going to be able to get a windfall of cash so really dive into the baby steps and really walk it out
Hey, David, hold, hold on the line. Austin's going to pick up and give you guys a, a free trial to Financial Peace University. I want you and your wife to go through it. That'll do it for this hour of The Ramsey Show. Thank you so much for being with us. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz, co-host on The Ramsey Show. If you want to do your debt-free scream live on the show, visit RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. We'd love for you to come to Nashville and tell Dave your story. That's RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out other great podcasts from the Ramsey Network, like The Rachel Cruz Show. Money should be fun, not stressful. I'm Rachel Cruz, and I'll show you practical tips on how to save money in your everyday life and get out of debt even faster on The Rachel Cruz Show. I'll show you that you can take control of your money and create a life you love. Listen to The Rachel Cruz Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.